Charlotte. Hi. Hi. Uh, Charlotte, um, four months ago, is that on? That bad boy's on. Hello. Four months ago, uh, were you regularly coming to a building like this? The White Horse? Does that count? No. Tell <laughs> no, us more. No, no, I absolutely wasn't. Um, four months ago, I was a complete atheist. Had been for 26 years. My dad, who's here, amazing, um, he brought me up on documentaries, science, you know, that was, that was what I lived for, that's what I believed in, and I was incredibly dismissive of anything faith-related. A bit like Victoria, I was curious um, when it came to spirituality, maybe philo philosophical stuff. And, but when it came to a religion, a Christianity, I just, I was, I didn't want to know, if I'm honest. Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> well, uh, I still don't really understand how it happened, but, um, I have to backtrack to July last year. I met somebody on holiday when I was away with Nicola and a best friend. And um, he was just such a lovely person. And so he was moving over to Europe and didn't know anybody. So I was like, I'll be your friend in Europe. You know, we'll keep in touch. And we did. And he was such a lovely, lovely person. And he still is, obvs. Um, and uh, yeah, he gave me this book, which it turns out his dad had written. And I knew what it was about. It was about his little brother, who, bless his heart, only lived three and a half years. Um, he had various issues which his family really fought to, to keep him going, but unfortunately, at three and a half, he, he passed away. So I knew what this book was about, and I avoided it at all costs. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I don't watch sad movies. I, I didn't want to know. I couldn't bring myself to read it. Anyway, uh, after... New Year's Eve, which we've just had, um, I decided on the 4th of January that I was just going to read it. And I don't know why, but I just had, I just wanted to. So I sat down that night in bed, snuggled up, got the book out, started reading. It was difficult. The first few pages took a bit, but then all of a sudden I couldn't stop. Two days later, uh, the book was completely read. I think I finished at like 3 a.m. Now, I don't really read books, and this took me on a journey which I was not expecting at all, but I didn't really understand why. Yes, it was a sad story, and of course it was going to be emotional, but there was something more to this. I was witnessing this family going through one of the worst things you could ever have happen to you, and as they were going, because the families in the military, as they were going from Japan to, to America and all around the States and to, to help get this medical treatment, um, they were just getting support pouring in from everywhere. People that didn't know of them, friends of friends, people that have heard of them, were just sending hampers, were offering to take the children off their hands for a day or two, offering them prayer, which to me, I was like, oh, nice, a few, a few sweet words. No, it wasn't. These were really helping them, really, really resonating and giving them strength, so much strength that at the end of the book, they, when once what happened happened and they had lost their son, they were able to say, we understand that this has been done for, for a good reason and we hope that from this, we're able to bring people into the faith and then it's all worth it. And I think to be able to say that in such a tragic circumstance when you would feel, think they felt like 
their hearts had been ripped out and it was so unjustified. Anyway, so I was moved by that and I uh, closed the book and I thought, wow, that, that community that I've just been witness to, that's really special. And I really didn't think that existed here. It doesn't exist in London. London, I've met some lovely people. Um, but this, this support was from people that you didn't even know. And I wanted to be part of it. I wanted to love. I wanted to feel this love. I wanted to share it. I wanted to be part of it. And I didn't know where. And I thought, American guy, it's Americans. I need to get out there. Lovely people. <laughs> Book my flight. I'm on my way. Um, but yeah, anyway, so to, to sum, sum up that little experience, I just laid back that night and I thought, I'm just going to pray, if you want to call it that, but I just want to say thank you. I have to say thank you to somebody. So I just spoke out and I was like, thank you for exposing me to what I've just, just seen and giving me that faith that is out, that this community, these people, these living people are out there. And just, yeah, said thank you to that. Um, so the next day, and do cut me off if I go on for too long, please. Um, the next day, I went to work. Normal day, completely um, getting down to some Excel spreadsheets, fabulous. Um, I just opened up a Word document and just wanted to start writing. Felt so compelled. It was actually, I couldn't control it. I just started. I just went, started typing. And I was like, no, 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 no work, I mustn't be doing this, mustn't be doing this, no, I have to do it, I have to continue. Like two hours later, four pages I'd written, and I was like, what, what is this? I sort of came out of this bit of a trance, I suppose, and I was like, what have I just been doing? How have I got away with this? Um, anyway, I just looked at what I'd written, and there was these, some of, some of it was new to me, just these innermost feelings that I had just written down, and part of it said and I've become a Christian and I was like I'm sorry what <laughs> did that just come out of me like and I just reread it and I and I had declared this and all of the reasons as to why I wanted this to happen and the support and the love and and I thought oh my goodness like anyway so I, I quickly sent that off to my friend and thought right let's see what he makes of that um and again, that was it. The next day I wake up and I'm like, just casually, like it's a normal Saturday or whatever. And all of a sudden I'm just struck with the thought of, I'm a now Christian, aren't I? <laughs> and uh, so I thought, right, okay. A very different Saturday coming your way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I thought, right, I better go do something about this. Scientist books. I'm off to go and get one. So I popped to the one up the road, because I live in Parsons Green, a little bookshop there, and quite expected to be overwhelmed by the selection. But there wasn't, there was just two books on the shelf. And one was called God's Not Great, which is obviously not what I was going to go for. And the other one was called Mere Christianity. And I thought, well, I haven't got much choice here. Grab it, go. So I did that, and I took it up to the counter, and I handed it over, and I was like, don't judge me. I, was, I felt so awkward. I just popped it on there, the wrong way around, just so she could scan it. And I was just like, anyway, did that, handed it over to me, popped it in my bag and literally walked straight out of the shop. And I was thinking, I've got a book about Christianity in my bag. What am I doing here? What am I doing here? Anyway, just sort of beeline straight home, got in my bedroom, sat down and I was like, right, I better get this out. Just pulled it out of the bag and looked at it. 
And uh, I think the front, it said, um, for those half convinced, I was like, excellent choice. Turned it over and it was like, for those that are afraid that intellect will get in the way, I was like, loving this one, thank you. Um, so I thought I'd start reading it. And... Uh, Is it written by? It's by C.S. Lewis. So for those of you who don't know, C.S. Lewis is the person that writes the Narnia Chronicles. Uh, and super honestly, that book. Anyway, and so I started reading it. And I must admit, the first two chapters were a bit tough going, but I, I persisted. And I got to a line which um, said, there are 400 million stars in our galaxy. And there are over 100 million galaxies. And that's all I needed to read. For me, cosmology was my thing, like astronomy, study of the universe. I needed to see that we weren't just saying, oh, that's all an optical illusion, like that that doesn't exist. As I read that, I was interested. Okay, you've got my attention. So I carried on reading, and more and more of this guy who's clearly so, so switched on, as he was trying, I suppose, to prove that Christianity, it was just proving how it is real. And I was blown away by it. I was going in every page with this skeptic mind of, come on, I'm going to read one line and I'm going to be back in, in, in the physics books and not, and not a believer. But more and more I read, I was just, just becoming more and more convinced. Um, so anyway, the next day, get in touch with Finchie, wherever he is. Hi, Finchie. Um, so he, he was a regular at the church. Now, I'd heard you mention... Mm. Um, about <laughs> he, he, okay. he does come. He's been He's a couple of him. times, right? And he mentioned that he, I knew it had just been Christmas and he, he tried to get me to come to the carols here. Obviously, I wasn't interested. Sorry, Pat. Um, <laughs> different story note this year. And uh, so I thought, oh, I'm going to get in touch with him. He's only up the road, we were drinking buddies. So uh, I got in touch and uh, he said, yeah, I'm going to be going on Sunday, you're welcome to come along. I thought, awesome, no idea where I'm going, but great, it's in Parsons Green. Um, and also he mentioned Alpha, because my message to him was, I'm curious, I just want to explore, basically don't judge me. And he said, well, if you're exploring, Alpha's an option, it's, it introduces you, and you've just mentioned it, to Christianity for those that have no idea. It, would have been, it was perfect for me. Um, so anyway, did that, Sunday came, right, first time at church. What did I have in my head, what I was going to experience? Well, cold building, this is from primary school visits, forced to go to sing really dull hymns um, every Christmas or whatever. So I was like, right, it's going to be cold, it's going to be dark, there's going to be about 10 old people there, um, it's going to smell a bit funny, there's scary things on the walls, but I'm going to go anyway. Okay? That's great. Cool. I'm really sorry, I feel terrible saying this. Right. Anyway, I'm just being honest. Uh, so, regardless, I was going, Finchie was going, I'll be fine, we'd have a giggle. So, Sunday came, time to get ready. Oh my goodness, did I put effort into getting ready this day. I put in more effort than I had for any first date I'd ever been on. And I don't even know why. But I just, I really, really wanted to make an effort. Um, so I did that for a good five hours, maybe. And then uh, it was time to come. And I wasn't going to be late. And I think she had given me specific instructions. I am not being late for church. So I thought, right, okay, notoriously always 15 minutes late. Let's get going. Walking here, and it is literally just a five-minute walk, in my head, every step of the way was, 
please don't let science get in the way of me believing. Please don't let science get in the way of my faith. For some reason, I really wanted to believe. I really, really, really didn't want logic, I suppose, to get in the way of a belief. Um, anyway, so got here, walked in. What a surprise. What a shock. Not what I was expecting. I looked around and it was all these people that I see in front of me, or most of them, so happy, so full of love. There was candles, there was sofas, there was hot drinks, there was just people welcoming me and being, there was just so normal, Pat. Like, <laughs> it's just not what I thought. I look forward to meeting some of them. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, these people, if I was in the pony, white horse, whatever you want to call it, these would be exactly the same people I see there. I walked past them in the street. This is not what I was expecting. There must have been 150 people. And they were, the music was going. And it wasn't what I expected. It was not what I remembered. It was just so warm in here. I mean, it's such a welcoming church. Just to look around, you feel cosy. And, uh, yeah, the, the worship was going. So I stood there and I was like looking up at the words, and I obviously didn't sing because I didn't know how, they were, how it went. But I just stood there and, and I was thinking, wow, this is really something. Um, and then all of a sudden the words started to resonate. They were no longer just words on the screen. I was starting to read them and take them in. And with that, something very unexpected happened. And like Victoria mentioned, you just sort of get filled with so much emotion and tears started to come. That is so, honestly, it had been two years at least since I'd have been doing that. But I was so full of overwhelming gratitude because as I was seeing these words, everlasting God and blessed be your name, I even remember the song names. All I wanted to say was thank you so much. 27 years it's taken me, 27 years, but you found me, I'm with you, thank you for doing this. I was so grateful and I didn't even know what for yet. My journey's just began and all I've done is bought a book, but I am completely sold. And I just, just looking around me, I was just, this is a whole new level of love and joy. As I was looking around, just, they were welcoming one another, real joy in their face, radiant as they're, they're welcoming one another. And, and I just thought, come and hug me. Like, just please, come on. Like, and uh, so, yeah, we, we sang for a bit. And, and I remember just looking across at Finchie and there's a break halfway through and it's like, you can go now if you want. And I was like, no, I'm really enjoying it. I want to stay. And then we started on... <laughs> Sorry. Did he go? No, 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 no. he stuck with it. <laughs> he stuck with it. Um, but yeah, so... We, we then started to do the, 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 the talky part. Talky, the preach. Preach. The preach. And, just just uh, to say, this is your preach tonight. There's not another message, so don't worry. Like, <laughs> Pat and Tim, half an hour coming up. This is it, so just relax, kick back, enjoy. Yeah, and, and that was really enlightening. Like, some of the things that were being spoken about, you could completely relate to. And, um, it's good to know. It was revelation, though, so that's a bit worrying, right? And, uh, yeah, no, you really could. And by the end of it, I was just on such a euphoric high. No alcohol needed. No, you know, it was just... I felt so incredible. And uh, I didn't really want to leave, but, but obviously I did, and I ran home. 
I know, I state the obvious sometimes. Anyway, I ran home and I was like, I've got to let my friend know, the one who gave me the book. So I got on the phone to him and I was just buzzing and I was expecting him to be like, it's great news, I'm so pleased, I'm really happy for you, superb, I'll tell dad, he'll love it. That isn't what I got. Instead, I had one of the most difficult conversations. Basically, and I don't even think he knows why he gave me this advice, but it was the best advice he could ever give me. All of this overwhelming love I was feeling and the gratitude I was giving to him because of him showing me this and for the support I was hoping he was going to provide me with and guidance and just, I was so grateful and I couldn't do enough. And he said to me, all of those feelings you've got right now, this overwhelming gratitude and love and excitement and you've got to take that all away from me. You've got to stop feeling all of that. And instead, you've got to give it to God. At that point, I felt sick. I, I, I had become a Christian, but to now give it to a word, I didn't know God yet. I didn't even know you could have a relationship with him. Um, I had to hand all of this over to this, as far as I was concerned, word and stop feeling this gratitude and giving this, this hope into somebody, into, into, into Andrew. So anyway, I got off the phone and I felt like so alone all of a sudden. So I broke down at that point and I literally never had it before. For, actually, I did when you told me I was getting a pony. But I fell to my knees. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> slight digression there. So I fell to my knees at this point, but instead of elation, it was desperation. And I was saying, I've just been told I've got to give my heart to you. It is broken right now. I don't know who you are, but I've had an experience of what you can give me. Please hold this heart, put it back together and be there for me, love me, support me. I am begging you, I don't know you, but I want to know you. It was, it was two hours of absolute pleading because I was so desperate to feel this love that I wanted to be part of this. Um, so yes, that was that day. And to be honest, that night, was when I really became a Christian because I also got to know him. Because the next morning I woke up and I was healed effectively. I was ready. I was ready to take, I didn't feel heartbroken. I felt determined. I so wanted more now. I had this new energy where I wanted to learn as much as I could. I wanted, I couldn't wait for Sunday to come. And it did. And it brought with it another massive blessing. So I went again, Finchie was there with me. And uh, by the end of it, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to nip off now. Are you, are you? And I was like, no, sorry, I'm not really paying a very good picture. <laughs> You're always running off. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. <laughs> exactly, he's busy. Um, so anyway, he stood there and I was like, oh, no, I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to stay a little longer. And uh, at that point, James turned around 
and welcomed me to the church. You, you encouraged to be like meeting and greeting and, and I just stood there alone but felt completely fine and, and, and James turned around and was like, I haven't seen you here before. Bit of an awkward one because sometimes you say that and they've been coming two years. But anyway, and uh, I was like, no, it's because I'm, I'm just new to, to, to the church. And he was like, oh, nice. And Christianity, I was like, two weeks, two weeks, second week in. Anyway, from there, I think it's, I got introduced to a life group, which is a group of like, I must admit when he said life group, I was like, oh, what am I letting myself in for now? Best thing ever. It's basically a dinner party once a week where you all get together, have a glass of wine, have dinner, have a good old chat and then bring it round to some teachings, which are invaluable, may I add. Really, honestly, so good at the end. I need to review our policy. No, it sounds excellent. <laughs> no, it's so good, Pat, don't change it. Um, and there's quite a few of these. Uh, so anyway, group of 10 of us, absolute blessing. And from that point onwards, I have to say it's just been up. Like, I am part of this community now. This place is home. It is home. Anything, anything that I've been trying to fill myself with this last three years in London, which is a lonely and scary place, I have now got completely and utterly filled. And... It's just so, I'm so full of contentment. And I just can't believe I didn't know this place was here. That's the sad part. Like, like I said before, I've been going to the pub. I've been living in Parsons Green three years. I've been going to the, the, the White Horse for three years. And I just didn't know it existed. Um, but there is a community in here, which people do need to know about. Because what it fills you with, you can't get out there. You, you, you just can't. This is, this is special. Anything else you want to say, Charlotte? <laughs> Do you know what? I had another 20 minutes of material, but I'm going to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe next time. Yeah, no, absolutely. Charlotte, um, three questions. Um, oh, do I need to do the questions? It's not quite... We'll do them in the pool. Okay. No questions. Okay. Charlotte, give it up. <laughs> 